0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Perma podcast. I am James Prescott, I'm your host. Welcome to another episode and um, I'm really excited about today's episode because I'm going to be talking to a friend and it's always nice when you talk to friends. Um, but he's also a guy who's got a lot of um, wisdom, a lot of insight into um, a lot of different things. He's a musician and um, and he's on the spiritual journey with me as well um, we met on the liturgists website which is pretty cool um his name is drew brown welcome to the podcast
1: oh thank you very very much it's good to be here and hang out Longtime time fan so it's <laughs> nice to go chat and also see you in person it's pretty cool
0: yeah yeah and the, yes and the funniest thing is i'm gonna i don't know if this embarrasses me or 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 drew but first time we interacted um like you i think it wasn't twitter but it was another you messaged me on a social media platform and said oh you're the poema guy (laughs) it's like oh like a guy listens to my podcast this is quite cool um and uh and then we became friends after that and interacted on twitter and and that's how this podcast came about because today's podcast is going to be a little different um I've touched on geeky stuff on this podcast before, we've had a few episodes talking about the spirituality of Doctor Who, um, and we've had one about Star Wars, talking about the spirituality of Star yep. Wars, and today we're going to get into another kind of geeky passion of mine, which is superheroes, comic book, comic book characters. Um, I'm a big comic book fan, love superheroes, love the MCU, love DC, yeah. love, I love all of them. And yes. I've always had this sense that there's a deep spirituality to these characters, that their stories tell us a lot about our stories, so they can be inspiring. They tell us the truth about ourselves. They, they're they role models for us in a good way, um, and so much more. So I, I've always wanted to talk about that on this show. And I found a guy you can talk about it with uh, because, Drew, you're a fan of these stuff, these things as well, aren't you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm actually a little bit late to the comic book game. When I was a kid, my mom was always like, all comic kind of books are evil. Don't you be reading those things. And so it wasn't until, like, The Watchmen came out. I mean, I I, I watched cartoons, and so I knew all the characters, and I knew their vibes. And my first comic book was actually The Watchmen.
0: Um, oh, wow.
1: Yeah, it's um the... Uh, I found a copy of, like, all the all the issues into one book so it was like a you know a graphic novel I guess and I remember taking that home I was in grade I don't know grade 8 grade 9 I think it was Mm. I read it like in one night and I was like this is amazing because I've always known that some of my characters favorite characters were flawed but their flaws never came out as deep or as rich Mm. as they did in the Watchmen series that was just like there there was like almost no hope in these characters (laughs) <laughs> and That's that for right. I me mean, was like mind blowing to see so much humanness with people with so great abilities. And anyway, yeah, so I'm looking forward to talking about like how like, the connections and intersections of these characters with our lives and spirituality or lack thereof or,
0: yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's not really there's so many routes you can go into it, but I think. I heard a story about a guy um, the guy who now produces who's produced all the Batman movies that there's that there's been a guy called Michael Olsen uh, I think his name is um, and he was trying to sell this course on this is in like the 60s or 70s that he was trying to sell this comic, comic book course to universities he was pitching it to them because they basically said if you can prove to us this this course is worthy of, of academic um you know like academic study we will we'll we'll just approve it so he goes in and right. says like he wants to do a course on comic book characters um and the mythology around them and all that kind of thing and he says um and the guy's just like no 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 no. like you know i love superman but like but no we can't do a course like that and then he says and then he tells them the story of moses so moses is the you know the character the um um, he's he's given away by his parents. He's sent away because you know they they're not he's not safe with his parents. He could get killed if he stays with his parents. They send him away. He gets picked up by the Egyptians and raised as an Egyptian. Um, but he's mm. not one of them. And then he becomes a hero to his own people and saves and saves them from the Egyptians. Um, and then he, then he talks. Then he tells the story of Superman, which is a guy uh, a baby who is sent away from his home by his parents because the planet's dying and he's going to die if he stays there and he goes to another world and other people adopt him as their son and he becomes a hero to those people and it's like Mm -hmm. and then the guy and apparently this is a true story and and um the guy he was selling the course to said your course is approved like because he saw immediately like oh yeah that's what this is it's like a modern telling of another a story that we all know yeah, you know, the essence right. of the story is something that many of us know, and that is that many of us have found to be really powerful and life-changing. You know, and I think that's that kind of essence behind comic books. They kind of they can be a metaphor for our for our lives and for us, and we we yeah. connect with these characters for reasons. You know, and the, some of them have been going for like eighty years, and they're still going. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's
1: right. Oh man. So okay. So. Man, that's a really cool story. And I'm curious about, like, we are living in this, Like, all my kid dreams are coming true, which is, like, having so many amazing characters on screen. Yeah. With, telling these amazing stories. So with... And for me, I'm... Uh, Batman was always my bro. He was always my dude. Oh, yeah. But since the MCU, MCU's come along, I'm like, I think I'm now a Marvel kid. Like, I think... <laughs> they have done such an amazing job of telling playhouse stories and 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 just really creating these beautiful characters and taking the time needed to kind of like allow us to invest more into these new versions of these characters slightly different but still yeah some of the traits of their comic book you know yeah
0: absolutely
1: And, and so who are you who are you really jiving with who are you vibing with who do you think it's just the on-screen versions of the characters. Who are you just like, this guy's my guy, or this guy's my girl. Like Well,
0: what? the thing that, that well, the, the thing that got me into comic book movies was Superman, the movie when I was six years <laughs> old. Right. Oh, like, yeah. um, I mean, it came out in the cinema, like when I was about one, so I didn't see it till I was like five or six. And when yeah, I saw it, yeah. I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And just, I literally fell in love with the character. Like Christopher Reeve, Oh, he just like he will always be superman i mean no one else will be able to replace him you know what i mean some some actors just get like tied to a role and that's it nobody else is ever quite the same it's like connery with bond no one else is really bond apart from connery right so that's right and it's just but it was what he represented it was like this ideal of everyone is inherently good and everyone can everyone can be better and everyone can do good in the world and seeing the best in everybody and like um and trying to make the world better and like um and that really inspired me it really shaped me when i was really when i was young um and i think it actually led me towards connecting me to jesus a lot more because i saw a lot of the same characteristics in jesus that i saw in superman um and if you actually watch that movie the metaphor for like jesus in that movie is like insane and they really play it up as well like they even say i have sent them you my only son you know like it's kind of there's such a there's a big jesus metaphor in that movie but uh, and but that was the first big comic book movie that was successful and it kind of set the bar for all the other ones that followed um i think if you if you ask like the guy that produces the mcu movies kevin kevin feige he says that's the movie we look at that's the movie we try and follow. Like, every every MCU movie tries to follow kind of the template for that movie. Like, Christopher Nolan said when he made Batman Begins that his template was super, was the Superman movie. Like, Wonder yeah. Woman has got this... If you look at Wonder Woman and Aquaman, they've all got the same... They've all kind of cut from that cloth. And it's yeah. not a surprise yeah. to me. Like, um... So, you know, I mean, Superman was like my childhood hero and i like still i'm aching for a great superman movie because i haven't seen one for years um but when i got when i became a teenager i really got into batman because the batman movie came out and i got really into batman at that point and um so batman and superman are kind of my my guys you know like if you want to call them that um and it was like then kind of later on i got into spider-man and um, didn't really get into any other Marvel character though until the MCU um, apart from Iron yeah. Man, I read a bit of Iron Man as well, but uh, and then the MCU kind of came around um, and the X-Men movies and stuff and then kind of really got into these characters um, and fell in love with them, yeah so um, and I, actually I've said, said to you on Twitter that the best Superman movie of recent years was made by the with was made by Marvel, it was um, uh, The Winter Soldier I still think that's, that's right. a like if you change the characters over a little and some of the detail, that could be a, that would be a great Superman movie as well. So, really, and uh, that's the character. It's the same character. Captain Captain America is essentially like the same type of that's character. Right. You know, he sees that's the right. sees the best in everyone, tries to do the right thing, lifts everyone else around him. You know, um, that kind of thing. Sacrifices himself for other people. You know, totally. it's the same guy. I that's think, and
1: and yeah, I, I completely agree with you, but. And what makes me... Because I was never into Marvel when I was a kid. I was like, yeah, whatever. Bat- yeah. Batman, Superman, boom, my boys. Um, but what really made me go, wow, Captain America is one of the greatest characters, I think, ever, was that trilogy for me. Hmm. I mean, in a lot of ways, they're very understated movies. Like, There's not a whole lot of... They're not massive, <laughs> epic movies. To hmm. me they are, but I mean, like, in the grand scale, they're really not. Hmm. But character-wise, they do something special that I hadn't seen a whole hmm. lot of. Even, like, the, the, the birth, if you air close, the birth of Steven Rogers, like, a good man given great powers. Okay, we've seen that before. But in The Winter Soldier, he's trying to do his best to save his best friend, he's trying to do right by you know the organization that he's a part of but then he realizes this, this organization is flawed not, not only that but they're evil yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> pretty much yeah right? and so he goes through this really cool like deconstruction thing where he's kind of like i don't believe in this anymore and i can't be a oh my part god of yeah that's it that's right and i'm like that's brilliant oh my god that's i didn't this, see that before. Really, i never seen that before in a conflict movie, that's, that's so genius. And then he spends the next civil um, War saying, like, hey, like, I'm, guys, like, I, I'm out. Like, whatever you want, like, I, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. And then he, and so by the time he makes, uh, he goes to Infinity War, he has, he has gone rogue. He is, like, he's the nomad, right? He's, like, now he's doing his own thing trying to still play the part of being the good guy trying to you know do things right yeah and he's like no, hey, oh, because i can't trust any of you because now you're all just like i don't know who to trust anymore i lost my best friend in iron man i lost my other best friend in iron man i lost my organization all i have are scarlet witch i uh, scarlet witch <laughs> black widow and falcon i can rely and depend on these three these two but that's it yeah and that's and oh, then my, ending with endgame where he's kind of like not all my, not only my all in, but I'm dealing with the, the fact that I failed, and I failed because, of whatever there's a long list of reasons why he failed or yeah. why they failed. Long list. Yeah, long that, list. that's
0: one thing I love about that movie is they don't hide from that at all. It's like they actually go back to that and said, look, look, we 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 could have done something we didn't, we screwed it up, we failed. Like, yeah.
1: And, right? but then that scene I was like, and you said it before, like, he says like, he always looks for the good and everything. He just he's so. He has such resolve, right? Such resolve. And yeah. so there's that scene at the end of the movie. Um spoilers to everybody. Um Yeah, spoiler <laughs> where, everyone, yeah. <laughs> yeah right? It's him against Thanos' whole army. Yeah. And he could've laid down his shield
0: and it's been like, I'm done. No. He no. Up. <laughs> he looks, yeah. He's his shield's broken him. and he and His shield's <laughs> broken and he still struts it to his arm. Like he's like, I don't care if this is just me. I'm still going to keep fighting till you kill me basically like what? it's and like
1: what attachment to how great of a man he is yeah uh, beyond powers he's just a good guy he wants to make sure he doesn't go down without a fight and he's always trying to fight for the good of everybody I'm like that's
0: oh madness. wow I just connected it with that character in a big like in a completely different way like i'm now gonna have to go and watch his all his movies again like because that whole <laughs> metaphor of deconstruction is so true Like, if you think about it uh, and this is exactly yeah. why i wanted to do this podcast because we you there's, there's so many levels to these characters and their stories like yeah like he's part of the institution he's part of the establishment he's part of the like we're protecting everybody we're doing all the right things you know like like the church maybe you know like possibly yeah. like for example yeah. you know? <laughs> um and then he like realizes that there's bad people there that it's corrupt and that it's not what it meant but what it's what it should be and that that it's doing bad things in the world and it's like well i can't be part of this anymore like, like i can't be part of this anymore and so then he has to try and find the new kind of identity for himself and a new place to That's to right. be and that's, right. that's kind of like my story <laughs> um so that's it. and yeah, exactly so this is like this is why i love these characters because there's so many levels where they connect you know like i lost a parent right mm-hmm. and it's almost like most comic book characters lose a parent like superman loses a parent batman loses both his parents you know um spider-man loses uncle ben you know so many of these characters lose lose a loved one. That's part of what drives them to become who they are. Um okay. Yeah, Captain America loses Bucky to to a certain extent, you know. Um yeah. he gets him back, but he loses him to start with. And then he loses Peggy as well. Uh, although right. again That's he right. get although I spoil that, he gets her back as well. Um yep. which I thought was, by the way, awesome. I love that ending. Um Same, yeah. that was the perfect ending to his character arc, but but yeah so there's like for me i connect with people on that level like when i see batman begins and i see the anger yeah. that that he has um which is which comes from his grief basically i completely That's resonate great. with that it's like oh yeah i completely resonate with that like and in the dark night rises when this when this police officer who's an orphan is talking to bruce about the anger that you feel when you lose somebody, you lose a parent. I was like, yeah, I had that exact anger myself. Like, you just described it. Like, he says, you know, when you're angry in your bones, like, and um, people want you to move on and you can't move on, you know, that, I was like, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I experienced. So you, so you kind of feel some empathy and you kind of like feel some solidarity and you kind of, yeah, and it's just really, really, that's why these movies are so great, you know.
1: That's right. Okay. Oh, so, so good! Yes! Uh, I was really taken back, and again, like, okay, so, sticking with the Batman thing, one thing I never liked about Batman is he never, I mean, it's part of his character, but I've always wanted him to kind of work out his grief um, in a movie form. Like, in comic books, that just makes for a really boring comic book, but I think, in a movie, it'd be great to find a way for him to actually work through his anger and his grief. Um, it'd be really yeah. cool to see, like, uh, you know, how Marvel's doing the What If show coming up in the fall, yeah. I would love to see, like, a Batman What If, where it's like him in therapy. <laughs> um, oh,
0: yeah, that would man, be... that'd be good. Like, what if Bruce went into therapy, yeah, because <laughs> he well, doesn't go to therapy, at does he? That's the
1: thing, <laughs> and like, oh man, and so. I so for me, it was really cool to see an end. I mean, even in the Iron Man series, um, it was interesting to see Tony Stark work through his PTSD and, and see him suffer from like, like panic attacks and anxiety. and You know, because yeah. like, I mean, if you're going to go through these things, if you're going to fight an army of aliens, if you're going to throw a nuclear bomb through a wormhole, yeah, you might come home kind of broken. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. Is, this is... This is serious stuff. This was cool for them to be like, let's keep this in reality, and make sure Tony feels the feelings. You know, he yeah. he is going through the anguish and pain of fighting all of this stuff, and and him. Not, I mean, first of all, he's trying to go through like the fact that I've been a selfish jerk for all my life, and that's a that's a. That's you know, not a, that's not not easy. easy
0: no, that's not an easy thing to yeah. deal with.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. And now he's going through all this pain from from all the suffering and, and, and also the weight of like wow this is we're not alone in this world. Like there's other things in this universe that might come get us in any time possible. That yeah. for me was just like like wow. He's he's a nervous wreck. He's going through panic attacks. He's 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 you know, he's rich enough and powerful enough and smart enough that he can create some defenses and he wants to do that. But he's still suffering through all this. Yeah. And, that the was good to watch to that, and to that too, in the end game, it's I was like about a... to
0: talk about that yeah I mean like that that was one of the that was one of the most moving parts of that movie that his, his arc was again because I lost a parent you know and so I lost my mother so he lost yeah. his mother so when he goes back in time and he speaks to his oh. mother and it's like oh. I was like oh my god like you know, <laughs> especially after what she said which was so good like um the measure of a, the measure of a, a hero is, is being, um, who you're, who you really are, like, not who Definitely. you were meant to be, like, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so true for me, and it was, and again, it's like, and just the, the fact that Thor isn't completely invincible, like, he completely falls apart, like, yeah. he just loses it, yeah. he puts on tons of weight, he just starts drinking, he just gets, loses himself completely, he just gives up, almost, like, and, by the end of the movie he's starting to get back on on track again but he's like he had to work through not just his grief from losing his mother but a grief of losing his most of his people and like uh, like the whole deal of killing Thanos and Definitely. like what that meant and yeah so it, you, you that's the thing about these characters is that they well, they're not invincible you know they they have like very human frailties like yeah. Um, yeah, like you say, like Tony Stark had PTSD, and he, you know, he, you know, he was kind of had to deal with his relationship with his dad in the in the second Iron Man movie, like, That's right. and he, that kind of. So you see these kind of Spider Man. We see this a lot, you know, like he's and in the early and i not just the MCU Spider Man movies, but the, um, but the the earlier ones, the especially the um, Tobey Maguire ones where you see like this conflict. He wants to tell Mary Jane who he is, but he can't because he can't be, and he sacrifices a relationship with her to start with, um, so that he can, so that he can be Spider-Man and, you know, and there's like that, like sacrificing something you love to do the right thing, you know, and, um, and obviously the grief of losing his, his uncle and feeling partly responsible for it as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is, this is so good, you oh,
1: know. So good. Sacrifice is a word that, as if someone's watching, I am, um, my kids are now huge adventure fans, and so we watched um, both movies pretty much back-to-back um, not too long ago. Um, sorry, oh. the last two movies, back-to-back.
0: Oh, awesome.
1: Um, and just understanding how much, like, sacrifice was a theme going through. I mean, it's in a lot of the movies, but even on the side, hmm. um, he sacrificed a lot because, in his mind, he's not being evil. He's trying to do the right thing. He, he's the right. good guy.
0: Yeah, and they tell you that. <laughs> they 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 tell you that really. They tell that story. I mean, it's really his movie, Infinity War. Like, it is. It it's is. his movie, it and it's told yeah. from his perspective. You know, so right. there's kind of like when you so when he kind of talks about his motives, there's like there's some there's something in you which says like. I don't agree with this, and it's and it's monstrous, but I under, I get it. I get where he's coming from. You know, like you know, like yeah. Um, so see, seeing
1: him like you know like sacrifice his daughter. Yeah. Um, which is where I mean I mean you can I mean you can talk about Abraham. You can talk about God. You can you know like you know sacrificing your blood. You know to for for the greater good. Yikes. Um, um, the after for me was like once he got into the head of Thanos and realized he's he's not trying to be the bad guy. He's seriously trying to do the right thing. He believes this is actually going to be better for the universe as a whole. And he and and then to do that he has to kill his daughter. Wow. Mm.
0: Um, and you can see there's a tear then, in his eye when he does it as well.
1: Right? It's like. I think sacrifice is such a huge part of all these movies. And I think that, for me, again, it's like, I love seeing these movies, not only because they, they sort of give us a glimpse of who we could be, but yeah. also we see ourselves in these heroes. I think that's such a powerful thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You see yourself reflected in the faces and in the, in the torment and the anguish and the pain and in, in the winds of these heroes. you're know, like, yeah, you know, that's, uh, they have done such a great, I mean, most, the Dark Knight series, I think, did it pretty well too, like just, um, because Bruce is a guy who, I mean, he's a guy who's going through pain, but he wants to do the right thing. Um, and he connects to all these people. Like the Joker was another guy. He was like, well, okay, that's a bad example. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, Joker's also crazy and also evil. But um, but for yeah. him, he was willing to sacrifice everything, but not for the greater good necessarily. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe I'll retract where I was going with that. Um, but seeing Bruce kind of like work through his pain, work through his um, his issues, um, and then at the end, just lean on the side of I need to be happy now. I need to let go of this now. Um, when he runs up to Paris with Catwoman, <laughs> yeah, I think that's that for me was yeah. like
0: yeah dude like we, we can't sit in pain all the time that's right I, I, I loved the ending to that trilogy that was, I was I've never been more satisfied at yeah. the end of a trilogy and of a movie than I was The Dark Knight Rises because I was like because at first Batman sacrifices himself so you think he's dead but then, then kind of just over the just before the end you start to see oh man he set this up where he's just so everyone thinks he's dead so that he can just go away and start anonymously and just have a have a that's life right. of his own like free of like almost that's kind of he feels like and you see this in the movie with the way he talks as well it's like he feels he owes a debt to Gotham as it were like yeah that's right that he did that he's got to that and this this is this is the way he pays that and that once he's laid this down, then he is free, right. and he starts over. And when you see him in that cafe, and you see Alfred, and you know their relationship, like, because it's like a father son relationship, really. And like he sees him, and he's like, "Okay, you're okay. I know you're okay now." Like, and it's just, and they don't even say anything. They don't even. Sure. They just barely acknowledge each other. It's like, but it's like they both know, and it's like it's so satisfying. Yeah. Um, because he's that, that completes his story arc, you know, and and he's hand and then he's handed on the mantle of Batman to somebody else, as well. Okay. So he hasn't left Gotham like unprotected. He's left the mantle to somebody else, you know, and that's just that was just perfect. And I I read that Christopher Nolan actually envisioned that from when he was writing Batman Begins, right at the wow. beginning. Like he envisioned that ending to the, to his to his character arc, right from the beginning. Like. Um, and I didn't even know they were going to make a sequel when they when they did that but like and so that was just really really satisfying yeah and there are people who told me like oh they should bring him back you know it's like no 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 like just just, that was the perfect ending to his story you don't need to do any more like you know um, so yeah yeah because he he gets he he leaves his grief behind in the end and Yeah. um, yeah moves on with his life yeah
1: so good oh man there's something about, like, yeah, those three movies, and the majority of the Avengers movies, the majority, how, like, we're watching superheroes kind of, like, um, come face-to-face with the consequences of their own actions. Yeah. Um, it's usually, like, you know, if Superman does something, yay! You know, this building's blown up and stuff, but it doesn't matter because I save the day, and um, like, yeah. so it's really cool really cool to see these people kind of go like yeah we saved the day but look what it cost us yeah yikes yeah and i is also
0: a cool thing yeah i yeah i mean i I, that was the one thing i liked about the new superman is that yeah they actually like took that on it was like okay yeah he's superman but not everyone's automatically going to like him or trust him and there's consequences to what he does and legitimate fears that people would have of somebody like that coming on the scene like
1: um, is he
0: going to just destroy everybody and take us over like one one day if he decides to you know that's a legitimate question i mean they didn't don't think they did it i don't think they handled it very well like i'm not a fan of batman v superman it was like i thought that completely tainted like who superman is it just didn't didn't get who he is as a character at all like he doesn't he doesn't go out at night in a in a kind of really dark suit and he's not all angry and vengeful like Bat. they tried to make him into a superhero superpower batman basically and it was like that's not who he is um the one moment that you see the real superman in, in that movie is when he sacrifices himself like he again he lets himself die to save everybody else and um I cried when that happened because I have an emotional connection to Superman. Like, even though the movie wasn't great, that moment, I, I cried. Like, it was, um, you know, it was just that. That's who that's who Superman is. Like, that's what he does. You know.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So good. I love that. I think. Um, yeah, I think it was Civil War. Civil War when um, was the Sokovia chorus kicked in. Yes. Yes. Um, because um, after um, Ultron, that movie, where you know, the, you know, that was almost like a an extinction level you know, event, Yeah. having you know, um, Sokovia being dropped back on the earth. And I think there was that one scene where um, General, I can't remember his name General Thunderbolt, I think his name is uh, William Hurt. He was sort of playing this video on the screen and going through like all of the damage. Oh. At the event done. Yeah, and and you know, all the lives lost and people hurt and just seeing the weight of this on everybody, especially Captain America, but like Wanda too. Like just they're like really like oh my gosh, like yeah we we're doing our best, but ooh yeah. yeah, our best isn't quite good enough at times. Like look at all this pain that we're causing. Yeah. Uh, that's a nice twist I, I like that a lot I think that's again it's bringing that human element right into these incredible mm. fantastic characters yeah the like, villain
0: yeah, like, in that movie like <laughs> yeah I mean the villain in that movie again is like he lost his family that's right in Sokovia yeah so how, so you can like almost empathize again it's like this guy wasn't a villain to start with like but you killed his family and that's that's what happens like and he just wants yeah. he just wants vengeance you know and that's a human human thing like right. you know if somebody kills your child you want vengeance <laughs> you know There's part of you that does you want you want something you want consequences for that you that's know right. and so you could understand where he was coming from even though what he did was horrible You know, what he did was horrible, but what drove him to it was a very human thing, you know. Um, And actually, I'm really curious about this new Joker movie because uh, from what I've seen and read about it, it's a guy who is mentally ill, mentally unstable, has really dark thoughts, on loads of medication, in therapy, um, almost scared of himself as well. And then... Gets let down by the system, like gets taken off his meds, all his supports take taken away, everything's taken away, he's just left to fend for himself, and then something really bad happens, and like he gets left behind and pushed to the ground, and that turns him into a monster, you know. Yeah. Um. And it's just like it was to me. It was like, what could happen if? What? Like, and it was a kind of a bigger question for me of. As someone who's had anxiety, mental health, that kind of thing—not to the extent this character seems to have—but what can happen if we don't get the support we need? If we don't get medication? If we've got mental illness? If we don't get therapy? If we don't have people around us to support us? If if we get you know if we if we're not we don't have people who love us? If we're forgotten and ignored and trampled down? What what could we do? Like that's why that film to me is even haven't seen it yet, but even the idea of it looks so scary is because that's not, that that could happen to somebody you know you know exactly. in the right circumstances you know that could really happen and i think those are the scariest movies actually those ones okay. um when you see that that's why i think batman is so popular because and spider-man as well because they're human beings like although yes spider-man has powers but he was before but he's a kid you know he's trying to figure yeah. out right. who he is and he's got these powers as well so he's got all these human problems like and yeah i mean that's what i think even with super like i think all comic book characters have these human problems like even if they've got these great powers like yeah superman has human problems because he lost a parent because um he's got he does he tell the love of his life who he really is and does that put her in under in danger you know all these these kind of human problems how does he have a relationship with somebody when he's Superman like and the whole yeah. world wants to to know him like it's 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 a really different there's loads of human there's loads of human conflict you know and I love how they do that the best comic book stories are the ones where you have those very human emotions you know
1: yeah completely oh my goodness yes yes I love I love um like even a so even at the end of Infinity War, you know, the snap happens. And just that gasp like you know, like
0: <gasps> hmm.
1: <laughs> and that moment of seeing like all of these characters just grieve. Like not because they lost, but because they lost everyone <laughs> and they hmm. failed. And I think yeah, I think that was really great in terms of sense of lament and kind of like, but I think, yeah, the Joker thing is going to be interesting because that's like disorder. That's, mm. and I mean, I don't mean, not even mentally, but even just like how the, how is the action's action going to be played out in the world? Like, this is going to be really interesting. And I'm wondering about how that's going to, most of these movies usually have like a takeaway piece, you know, something that we can go like, yep. Yeah, there's a theme of this in this movie. I'm curious of what what will we learn from the Joker movie, you know, what will we how will we look at our world differently after watching that? Hmm. How are we going to look at mental health differently? How are we going to be more sympathetic and empathetic? Like, well, freaking hope so. Um, yeah. Uh, are we going to you know are we going to be more intentional about how we create spaces for people who are struggling? Um, um, in the, whether it's in the workplace, or whether it's in the community, whether it's in churches. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm really curious about how this movie will affect the people who watch it. Um, and I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be really dark and awesome at the same
0: time. I think it might well be the darkest comic book movie that, that's ever been. I think that... Yeah. I think there's... A, yeah. And then The Dark Knight was really dark. You know, um, that was really dark, but I think this is darker, you know, um, yeah, and yeah. I just, all the things I've heard of, from people who've seen it and reviews and everything is, it's amazing. Yeah. They're, they're talking about, the Joker could win an Oscar again, you know, I mean, like we saw Heath yeah. Ledger won, won the, won the, one posthumously won an Oscar for, uh, playing the Joker and, uh. I think I've got a feeling even just from the trailer that I think that's going to happen again I think because it, it just looks incredible yeah. um,
1: oh I don't
0: um, and the cinematography boy it looks good as well you know um, but um, but yeah I mean the, the, yeah I mean the comic book villains are interesting as well because what drives a lot of them is not they're not all just evil people you know I think the Joker in the Dark Knight is more just about chaos. He just, just he just wants to create chaos. He doesn't have he doesn't care about the consequences, even for himself. So there's no yeah. kind of reason. That's what makes him so scary in that movie is that there yeah. isn't any reason. There isn't any kind of he doesn't have a goal in mind, yeah. like some big goal. He just wants to create disorder and chaos. Like I think yeah. I think Yaki Phoenix Joker is gonna be slightly different, but um but yeah um, but, but a lot of other villains, you know, I mean... In, like, Batman Begins, for example, you know, Ra's al Ghul is like... The, the League of Shadows are like, we want to get rid of all the evil in the world. Which is a noble goal. <laughs> you know, we would all want to get rid of evil in the world, right? But he wants to do it by killing people. Like, killing loads of people. You know, <laughs> like, killing the whole of Gotham because Gotham is beyond saving, like you know everyone here is just like corrupt and bad and a stain on the earth so we're just going to get rid of them all by any means possible whereas batman is like no they're not they're not beyond saving you know they can be better like um and so that's why he stops him you know but but was thinks he's doing the right thing he thinks he's like he's got a kind of Well, yeah, I can understand you wanted to get rid of all the evil in the world, but don't do it like this. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, So I I always find villains are quite interesting as well, their motivations. Yeah. Like Spider-Man, Far From Home, the guy, the villain in that, like got turfed out by Tony Stark and ignored. And like, you don't matter. I'm not giving you any credit for what you did. So how would you feel if that happened? Like, you know, it... Um, yeah. So a lot of villains in the movie, the best ones are kind of almost the tragic ones in a way. Like what happened to you? Like, where did, where did you become this? Like, Ooh, Yeah. um, yeah. I mean, the MCU hasn't been great on villains, let's be honest. But, um, but I mean, Thanos was like Thanos and Loki, I think are yes. two really
1: Agreed.
0: They're the two best villains in the Incredible MCU.
1: Villain. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and like he was a weird one because he started off he really thinking like he was this really, just evil person like in in the first Thor movie and then in the first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. and he was just killing all these people, um, and quite sinister. But yeah. But kind of later on, he became more of a a joke, you know, in a yeah. way. Like you almost liked laughing with him, or just you just knew what he was going to do, and so you were just kind of. It was almost like he still thought he could get away with it, and then but he just couldn't. Right. Yeah, you know?
1: like oh, there's that Loki again. Oh, <laughs> that guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was that was an interesting arc, but and then he eventually died doing the right thing, which is Definitely really interesting. Right. Like he dies in Infinity War, actually trying to do the right thing, which yeah. is interesting. You know, again, so yeah, and I, and I think the comic book villains can often scare us because they show us what we could be capable of if we if the right if the wrong things happened to us and we reacted in the wrong way. You know?
1: Completely. That's right. I totally agree. And 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 the right ones, the good the best ones, freak us out the most.
0: Like Yeah.
1: It only one bad day for me to become Joker. Just one just give me one bad yeah, day.
0: Yeah, that, that's really? why yeah, that's why he's the best villain for me in comic book movies because yeah because yeah all it takes is one bad day like right <laughs> like you know and the, and just the right set of circumstances the right weaknesses the right you know just like all in one day like just suddenly you like just drive something just drives you over the edge yeah you know um and um
1: but what we want to do what we want to do is we want to be Captain America facing you know, Thanos' army and being like I'm all alone here <laughs> it's just me against these guys and no matter how bad it's getting I'm going to stand here and fight for good that's who we want to be
0: yes we want to be that guy yes that's who I want to be um, you know I me mean? <laughs> yeah like me against the world like yes yes um, you can <laughs> knock me down as much as you want but I'm not going to you know I mean like it's weird because you don't you can't imagine that Steve Rogers could ever become the Joker, no matter what happened to him.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Oh. You know. Which is kind of encouraging, <laughs> you know. That, <laughs> that you know, that there is kind of actual good in the world that maybe we wouldn't become the Joker if things got yeah. bad, you know, because we don't we don't have the disadvantages that he had. We we might we have friends, we have support networks, we have therapy, we yeah. have Medication. We have like communities that support us. We you know we, um, you know, we have love. There's love in the world. Love in our lives. You know, we will not be pushed over the edge like that. If something bad happened to us, we would have people to help pick us up. That's right. And that's right. And that's privilege in a way, because some people don't. Um, that's true. Which is scary, Which is the scary thing. You know, some people don't have that. And, it shouldn't be that way you know oh man you see how deep yeah. we get just talking about comic book characters it's mad isn't it like <laughs> this is my point I love you, know. It. Um, you know and I mean just like in terms of just the spirit we, we talk about spirituality a lot on this podcast and just the spiritual element of some of these heroes as well I mean Superman is a very kind of spiritual element to it you know um, mm-hmm. there's lots yeah. of metaphors for Jesus in there you know yeah. um, you know who kind of yeah who gives himself up for everybody else who does the right thing who sees the good in everybody who loves everybody mm-hmm. um, yeah. who stands for justice who you know Captain America is the same you know yeah. You can just imagine, like Jesus standing up there with like, <laughs> like that that hammer, you know, like <laughs> like 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 the whole armies of of the world kind of like, and he and it's just him against them, and he would be there, you know, like that's the those guys are like that. That's who that's kind of that, that's the Superman and that Captain America have always been kind of metaphors for the car- the, the person of Jesus for me. Um, yeah, yeah, right, And that's kind Ooh, of yeah. bound. That doesn't go that goes beyond religion in a way you know it goes beyond oh, kind of the boundaries yeah. it's like more of that kind of person yeah, yeah someone right. who who wants yeah. to do the right thing who loves everybody right. who wants to help everyone be right. their best selves that's
1: yeah. right yeah I think it's, it's it's more than just you know the saviour thing it's there's oh yeah absolutely also, you know, I mean, there's also the sense of hope that he wants to instill around in everybody I, I like that I like that I love the themes of like redemption in a lot of the, these characters in these movies. Or uh, like, oh, I mean, here's a weird example of that. I I love Black Widow's character arc, who is this, you know, super killer. <laughs> yeah. Spot with a lot of red in her ledger, and so you know she's trying to work out her guilt, her guilt, her guilt and grief, because um, like I was the bad guy. And now I'm trying to be one of the good guys, and it's hard because there's a whole lot of things I gotta make up for. And how the team, it's kind of like, yeah, we we don't care actually. We just think you're one of us. You you are a sister. You're you're part of the family.
0: Yeah. And
1: how by the end of the movie she gets it. She gets like I'm I'm part of a family for the first time in my life, and I don't want to lose this family. I think that redemptive arc for me was like so cool. Yeah. And,
0: yeah, watching her soften up
1: a little bit and and care, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, she, she loves people so much and so
0: dearly. It's uh, yeah. I was shocked when she died. Actually, I wasn't. I was. I I wasn't sure who when that you know, when that scene when they get to get the stone and one of them has to die and you. Yeah. Like, I wasn't sure which one was going to die. I, I genuinely wasn't sure. I thought there's part of me that was thinking like, well, okay, Hawkeye is kind of you know he's lost all his family and you know and he's he's done some really bad stuff since they yep. since they since they died and yep. he doesn't want them to know that he did those things and I was like so maybe it'll be him but then it was like and then but, but then when it was her I was like oh no like you know because she's just been in the, the MCU almost from the start you know the second Iron Man movie you know she was in it from right from then and so yeah I was a bit a bit shocked by that but but now it kind of feels like it was it was the right ending to her arc in a way completely yeah Um, it was I think she was she was
1: looking for a way to kind of fully redeem herself completely and this is it if it's going to take her life to bring everybody back in I would jump I you will know, do this there'll be no more red in my ledger anymore you know and yeah. I think it was hard for me I'm a huge fan of her and, and Scarlet as well so it sucks that she's gone I mean I know they're making a new movie but it sucks that she's gone from this storyline Yeah, but it was definitely the right call I think I think it, it, it gave it more weight because if Hawkeye died they'd have been like oh well he's been kind of AWOL for a lot of the movies anyway <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> who really cares?
0: yeah and now he's got his own series as well it's going to be kind of cool so
1: yeah I'm looking yeah. forward
0: to that but um, <laughs> yeah wow I mean there's so many places you can go with these things but, even um, like
1: uh, yeah. um, back, back to Thanos the idea like in the last movie he was like nah I'm going to wipe I'm going to wipe everything clean and It just easier just start over again and that reminded me of the whole like God and Noah thing just like ah uh, let me bring a flood. Let me just wipe this clean. Let me just start over again. The yeah. difference is that, you know, like at least there was, there was more hope in the God Noah story than there was. Than yeah. There was in yeah, because God actually right? decides to yeah.
0: save some people. <laughs> he has not just wipe everybody out, you know. Um, everybody. Is I didn't think of that metaphor, actually, to be honest. Like, no, I didn't. But. Um, <laughs> Um, and I mean the other thing about comic book movies that I've seen especially in the last like two or three years is more empowerment of women as well like Wonder Woman Wonder Woman is just a great movie you know it's it it just tackles all those themes of smashing patriarchy and you know um, completely head on you know and it's like literally rolls reverse because Steve Trevor is kind of like, oh, this is what the female does in a normal comic movie with the guy, <laughs> you know. Okay. But um, but in a way, they kind of make them almost equals because he he again, he's like a hero. He sacrifices himself to save everybody else, okay. you know. So he's a hero in his own right, um, and they're, by the by by the end, they're kind of like equals in a, in a way, even though she's got all the power mm-hmm. and she's like a god and stuff, you know. And again that whole idea of gods I was thinking like there's one there's one God there who wants to just who thinks that everyone is beneath him and that he can just destroy everybody and that's like and he has the power and the right to do that and to create violence and all that kind of thing and that and I was like that's who a lot of people think God actually is that's the God that some people believe in like a violent God who just looks down on us you know and some of us are brought up to believe in a God like that as well, in a sense. Like a lot of evangelical churches talk about a God who will destroy you if you don't believe the right thing. If you stay in your sin forever, you know, you'll yep. go to hell. You know, so and then there's Wonder Woman who's also a god, but says, No, 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 that's not that's not how you do things. <laughs> you like like and I think this is a quote from the movie, the meaning of the the meaning of the universe is love like it's all about love that's what she's about and again seeing the best in people and yeah helping everyone else around her be better and inspiring yeah. people and lifting people up you know and for a woman to be doing that um, it's incredible i mean the be- actually the most iconic scene of that movie is when she's at no man's land yes yeah. and she's a woman <laughs> and yeah, she goes right. up into no man's land it's like yeah there's no men up here but there's women up here <laughs> like, right. and it's a woman leading the way and it's like I thought that was so awesome <laughs> like, yeah. and then it was called no man's land literally it was like oh my word this metaphor is incredible and it's just her and then all the men follow her and that's right. that is just that's iconic, I, I love that I love that scene um, I love that movie yeah. yeah, and she's like another kind of Captain America Superman kind of figure but a woman yeah.
1: well, she's, she's right. the
0: same yeah. kind of and she's actually a god you know she's actually a god she's not just like a, an yeah. alien or a or a man who got got like injected with serum or whatever she's an actual god Um and
1: um, yeah
0: okay. I just I love that movie um, and and again like somebody's like that saying the the meaning of everything is love love is what where it begins and ends like love wins you know um, yeah. I thought it was yeah. so beautiful you know yeah
1: oh yeah it is yeah that movie was wonderful in so many ways and yeah and that was my favorite scene too that was just such a perfect scene um yeah oh my gosh my uh I have a little daughter and we watched the movie I think it was last year last summer I think and just watching her like stand up to her feet and be
0: like yeah that's yes, the warrior cry yeah I can't <laughs> wait to to get my niece to see that she's not old enough yet she's oh. she's only one year one one year old but um, I, I see will I'm gonna get her to see it and and she will love that yeah. I'm sure um yeah cause that's just yeah. like you can be anything yeah oh, don't let men hold you man. back like just, come on. I was like, yes, this is great. You know, and Marvel have done that to a certain extent as well. Captain Marvel was was great. And and, yeah. that, and that scene yeah. in, in, in in Endgame where all the female characters come together, like, oh. that was so good. That's such a great shot. Like, so, so good. I love it. Um, you know, I it
1: in Black Panther where, you know, the best warriors were the women. Yeah. Right? So the ones who were protecting the kings and the king family. For all
0: women, yeah, <laughs> and the big tech person, like in charge of all the big technology, was a woman. You know, like it was just like okay. yes, yes, this is good. Okay. You know, and um, need more of that. And it's it's really great yeah. because like because it's great. Oh, yeah, Batman, Superman, they're great characters, but like we've had we hadn't had any women superheroes leading first- a, leading a movie. They win their own yeah. movie. Right. Um, until Wonder Woman really and and so that was just like really really huge and um, culturally like and now there's more of them now that you know they've got Captain Marvel and there's there's going to be more you know there's going to be more I think there's going to be a Supergirl movie which will be like about which will be kind of like a teenage girl's struggles who's got superpowers that's kind of what Supergirl is meant to be about which will be awesome for teenage teenage women teenage women like oh my god like yeah so I'm excited for that whenever that happens so um, it's just and this is it this is what I'm trying to get across in this in this episode is really that these characters connect with us and their stories connect with us and they can inspire us and they can make us want to be better they can you know and they can actually as well some of the some of the the darker stories or the tragedies of, like, especially your own villains and things can remind us of of things we can't allow to happen you can't allow people to be left on their own who've got mental illness and who've um and who have dark thoughts and who um need help and need medication and need therapy and need support you can't leave these people we have to love these people and create support networks for these people and yeah and it just they're just great stories about who we can be and what we're capable of and kind of challenging us to be better and they connect and for me they connect me with myself and they connect me with with God as well in many ways
1: totally completely there's there's this moment um uh well yeah in the last Avengers movie where you know Thor is just he's just trying to he's just trying to He suffered quietly, I guess, you know, through booze and through video games and just angry. And all he needs to know is that despite my failures and my flaws, despite the fact that I really screwed up huge, am I still still worthy? Once he figured out he was, once he realized that, yeah, you know what, despite all the stuff I am still worthy, that for me was such... In an amazing and beautiful moment here's his God super, super strong amazing everything he does but is dealing with so much guilt and shame about what happened he's just carrying the weight of it all on himself and just like eating his way through his pain and drinking his way through his pain and all he needs to know is, like, am I still worthy? Am I still, like, worthy enough to even fight along with these guys? Can I actually do this stuff? Or will I just drink myself to death? And as soon as he realizes that, yeah, okay, you know what? I am. Boom! It was an instant change. And so, man, I there's something so true about that when it comes to the human existence. Sometimes we just need to remember that despite all of our shite, that we're still worthy of whatever, of love of joy of a couple good wins (laughs) (laughs) we're still worthy Um, we might still have consequences but it doesn't mean that we're out you know what I'm saying I think that's such a powerful thing, at least for me I was like wow that's that is great that is, I need to remember that in my darkest days
0: Hmm. Yeah, 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 and I'm going to remember that metaphor of Captain America and deconstruction for a long time. I think in the being a good person and the right and doing the right thing sometimes means sacrifices. It sometimes means making difficult decisions. It sometimes means right. leaving the institutions behind. It's sometimes being somebody he wants to follow jesus means you leave the institution behind it means you leave the the, the kind of organisation behind and yeah. you go on your own journey and you can still right. and you can still be a follower of jesus and live how he wants you to live Amen. without having that organisation without having the institution without having like all that in place like to control you yeah and that's, that's right. a and I think a lot of people on this podcast are going through deconstruction and I think that's, that's something I want to leave them with Because, um, and watch those movies and have that in mind yeah. and think oh yeah well maybe I can get free maybe I can create a new life for myself maybe I can mm-hmm. still be the kind of person that I want to be but I don't, have yeah. to have, I don't have to stay in this to do that I don't have to I can, I can move on I can grow that's right, and um, so that's kind of what I want to leave people with today.
1: Um, I love it, I love it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'm going to go and watch those movies, um, like right now, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and just have a look at that and just think about myself in that journey because I think that's, yeah. So uh, thanks for coming on, Drew. This has been so good. Um, Thanks
1: for having me, man. Yeah, tons of fun. This is It's good to geek out with someone like this. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, and I apologize to people that got slightly kind of bored or whatever, or we got carried away talking about our favorite characters. But, um, but I think, yeah, I mean, I, I just like to explore on this podcast about things to, that help us with deconstruction, things that help us with our own identity, things that help us... Yeah grow and can inspire us and i think this is this is something that means a lot for me and um, it's quite authentic for me so i yeah um i hope you found it all beneficial everyone and uh, thanks again drew we'll probably have you back and we'll do thanks. something we'll talk about something else next time maybe creativity in the creative process or something like that but yeah that. um, because this is this is really good we have yeah some people you just you just talk and the first time and it just It just goes like, and I think that's what happened today. So, thanks for coming on, Drew, and uh, thanks for listening, everyone.